Welcome everybody to Funeral Nation episode number 52. This is the one year anniversary episode of the Effin Show. And uh, last week we brought you 51 live at the NFTA convention. This week we are going to recap what we saw and uh, the things that stood out to us, the things that made sense, the things that didn't make sense, and uh, give you kind of our unbiased, unfiltered opinions of NFTA 2016. But first, Jeff, we've got a shout out to uh, these guys up here. Yeah, uh, Jamie and the Fast Funding Group at CNJ Financial and American Funeral Financial, they're just doing a wonderful job. It was great to see them there. They were uh, our title sponsors, uh, continue to dominate the industry. And so uh, great to see Chuck and Jamie and the entire team out there. That's right. So, uh, well, Jeff, 2016 NFTA was in Philadelphia, and you and I have, have chit-chatted about this just briefly for a couple minutes, so we're kind of just flying off the cuff here without any script. But in my opinion, this was the best funeral convention that I have been to um, since I started going to the shows in 2007. So NFTA, state shows, ICCFA. This one was was number one as far as just oh, oh boy Sorry. crash and burn as far as just <laughs> the um, the traffic to the booths uh, the quality of the traffic the expo hall I thought everything was fantastic. Uh, this this was uh, I've been around this industry for a while. This certainly was one of the best attended um, from being at a booth and um, seeing people there. Everyone was very very uh happy uh it was well attended and frankly um it was very productive at least you know certainly for you and it was for us yeah it was, it was fantastic so um you know the, some of the things that we saw while we were there um disrupt media and homesteaders sponsored the the social media latch social media lounge or uh, NFDA chat room um, and announced a partnership which we brought to you uh, on Funeral Nation as well um, where uh, Disrupt Media and, and Home Service has, has tapped Disrupt Media as a social media provider for their clients so big news there Jeff you and I live streamed a couple different things and, and you even just took one day and walked around and uh, live streamed with a number of different vendors and, and sponsors of the Fiona Nation show, which, which was big, but on the technology side, that's what really stood out to me. And I know, um, you know, you have some, some thoughts on that with, uh, Pasari. Yeah. Uh, interesting. I, I think, um, Pasari has stepped up and they are providing a total solution. I've been around this for a while. Uh, I see where it's collaborative piece between the consumer and the funeral director. And so, I'm seeing them as, frankly, the uh, uh, ones that are leading this race, if you will. And technology-wise, they're going to be the ones I think will be betting our horses on for a collaborative piece that uh, families can use, that funeral directors can use, and fuse this together. And so uh, I had a great time with the Pasari team there, and I think you'll see a lot more coming out of them in the future. Fantastic. One of the other things that we saw on the technology side was there's a lot of app companies now. And... You know, you, you and I, got a, <laughs> we got a demo walkthrough together of the Black Diamond sponsor uh, of NFDA, which is a, a new app that has no revenue model whatsoever, just trying to get, I think it's just a, a data and attention grab, honestly. But you know, there's a lot of different apps that are, that are out there where 
you kind of scratch your head and wonder what you know why and, and what really drove somebody to invest that kind of money um, you know what are your thoughts on on the technology that we saw from first-time exhibitors with with app products that really have never played in this arena right it's it's interesting you say that because if you come back this was probably the undoubtedly the heaviest social media um, convention we've been to right led by you and your team um, the other piece of this though is that people are, are trying to breach the funeral industry and having no clue what they're doing yeah. and it was evident with a couple of those like those guys um, this was done several years ago and frankly the guy um, at the booth I was a little surprised he was actually saying, well, Facebook isn't as strong as this is. I'm like, okay, that's, that's when I got to go. Um, <laughs> uh, there was a few, there's a few others there, but um, you know, we're getting to a phase fundamentally that, you know, what you're doing with uh, social media, especially with um, disrupt and the basics blocking and tackling is actually captivating consumers and funeral homes. Yeah. So uh, the unfortunate part is most of these new entries from my standpoint, looking what they're doing is they're not paying attention and, and, and getting the right folks to give them advice. They come up with a great idea. Hey, we got this thing in the bag. We'll show up at the convention. We'll throw some money around and they're gone. In fact, we had a whole list of people, you know, that were here today and gone tomorrow. Yeah. And uh, I'm certain that some of those guys will be in the same space. But uh, going back to the positive stuff, we had some uh, some pretty good winners there. Our, our sure guy, did. Sitch, <laughs> yeah, Sirius knocked it out down there, didn't Sure he? did. Sure did. We opened up the show with kind of a flash mob. So we're waiting outside the ribbon cutting, and it opens at noon, and all of a sudden there are a couple people here, a couple people there, and they break into God Bless America, and they open up their, their over shirts, and they had – Sitch casket shirts on. Um, so, you know, some new things that we haven't seen before, which is what we hope for every year. So Sitch really knocked it out of the park. They gave away a casket at the show. Um, and it was just, it, it was interesting to see the number of, you know, foreign casket makers that were there. But I think Sitch really knocked it out of the park. Yeah, this was a, a note as well that there, I think you and I counted, there was as many or more foreign offshore casket makers as there were supposedly USA. Of course, if you look at the labels, a lot of those are made uh, uh, parts from China and other pieces from yeah, Mexico. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's, I think that that's here no there anymore. There's no such thing as a uh, American casket company. There's very few. Let me take that back. Let me walk that back. Okay. There are American casket companies, but the components and parts are primarily coming from overseas. So I'm sure I'll get some grief about that, but you know, <laughs> I've, been, I've been shot at before, so it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> well, we saw some other cool things. Obviously, the Darby family is always a, uh, a, a wonderful greeting of hairdos and hugs um, in the TriGuard <laughs> booth. Uh, Pierce Chemical did some reconstructive with a, a Hollywood makeup artist uh, live in their booth. They did some some reconstructive, which you actually live streamed uh, on the Funeral yeah. Nation page. Um, and then tell tell us about pre need builders that we saw there. Yeah, pre need builders, uh, Ellery Bowker, they were there and they created a wonderful program um, for aftercare. And so uh, Ellery continues to. Uh, come into our market providing some common sense tools for pre-need side for reaching families uh, 
again, I enjoyed uh, seeing what he had to offer. Um, our company, actually, our little funeral business is using it. So shout out to Ellery. Good job, buddy. So moving forward, on one of the first episodes of Funeral Nation, we had Nick Astorino on. And uh, Nick is kind of one of the, the leaders of the Embalmers Who Care group on Facebook and is an avid poster. But one of the things we talked about on that was the lack of embalming discussions at, at national shows. And I think if there was a downfall this year from the education side outside of the expo, and even in the expo, there wasn't a lot of embalming products there, but um, we did hear a lot of feedback from people on the seminar side where, you know, embalming just, again, wasn't touched on. Right. Uh, interesting you say that. I think that uh, from a few of the folks out uh, from my intelligence sources, uh, only 7% of the presentation were about embalming. And uh you know, this business still is, is very much rich and alive in a dead business, pardon and pun, for uh, embalming opportunities. And that's what makes us unique. And I don't think we spend enough time on the cremation side of presenting a body prior to cremation. So uh, that that's a little something that was kind of an undercurrent. And uh, it's going to be interesting how that's going to be addressed in the future. Yeah, I mean, if it gets addressed. I mean, one of the other things that, that you guys did so well is um, I heard a lot of feedback from Dan's presentation on, on the financial health of your funeral home and how many funeral homes just don't do that checkup. You know, uh, it, it's interesting that uh, with the Foresight companies, we're really starting to get in um, people sitting down and listening. Uh, financially, uh, things are changing. And um, Dan gave a great presentation how cremation could be overwhelmingly profitable. However, you have to do it correctly. You have to put your pricing correctly. And so at our booth, which was always fun, we were giving away money. You know, Dan Assard, he loves making it. And, uh, you know, he had a security guard around that booth where we were giving out money. <laughs> but uh, but uh, that's, I think that's going to be one of the first and foremost things that we need to talk about in the future is the financial health of funeral homes. And that's a serious subject. Um, not to go back to my, my friend over there, but uh, you'll see in the near future that um, for funeral homes to stay financially healthy and viable, that it's time to step up and uh, pay attention to what's going out, what's coming in and correct pricing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, some other things that were extreme positive, obviously, uh, CMJ Financial, American Funeral Financial. I mean, you, you have one of the biggest personalities at the convention in, in Chuck Gallagher in, in the American Funeral Financial booth. Yeah, he got kind of upstage this time, though. You know, if you, uh, if you want to run that little promo along the way here, uh, we have a lot more looks from a rookie. She came up there for American <laughs> Funeral and uh, I don't know, from C&J, Chuck has got some real live competition. I know she turned red. And I'm talking to you, girl. You knocked it out of the park. But uh, anyway, she knows what I'm talking about. Well, I have to run that over there a little bit. It was, it, I, overall, the convention was an A+. Um, some of the companies that we didn't see there, Save My Ink, Trey Gannon Designs, Keeper, DNA Memorial, The Help Card, uh, all companies that were there last year, and weren't there this year. And I think that, you know, as we move forward in this profession, that's one of the things that that funeral directors are very app apprehensive about, especially on the technology side of how many companies 
are here today and gone tomorrow. And you know, how do we how do we fix that problem? Well, I think you're you're probably the leader in this industry of showing where technology comes in makes a significant difference. And you stayed with the business long enough for the business to grow and become viable. I mean, I saw you at the booth. I saw you all over the place. And frankly, um, that discussion and look what we've done social media wise at yeah. NFDA and everything else. But um, what most companies fail to do entering this market, we talked about a few earlier, is to do their homework. They don't do any basis. They don't do any research. They do nothing and show up and say, oh, I have a product basically that was out two years ago. Funeral directors are going to love this. Families are going to jump all over it. And they spend X amount of dollars at a trade show and they're never seen or heard from again because well, basically they don't do the work. That's right. And one trade show is not going to build a business either. And that's, that's <laughs> one of the things that in this profession, you got to be persistent and be able to come year, year in and year out and be able to be visible. I mean, if you're not around, frankly, the, the profession thinks you're gone. And, uh, you know, that's, it's one of the things that's extremely tough about this profession is just how, how present you have to be always and everywhere. Um, and yeah, you know, the companies that aren't able to, again, it comes back to doing your homework, knowing the industry and knowing who the customer is and, and how, how many times you have to be in front of them. We look from the social media side, man, this has been seven years I've been talking about social media and it's now coming to that, that full circle where, it's starting to click. People are getting it, and we're, we're just like a train moving forward. But you know, it, it is what it is, and uh, we don't want to focus too much on, on the negative side. But you know, hopefully, some of those yeah. companies can get back in the swing because they've got great product. They just they got to do their homework, like you said. Right. Well, you know, another piece of this. Uh, my my partner, boss Dan Asard, I think this was his thirty second show. Wow. You know, so shout out to the uh, the grand old wizard there. Yeah, he's but, the OG, uh, baby. OG. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, he's paying attention. Um, but going back to that, it, I think it takes time for something to resonate. And you remember, you know, connecting directors, uh, your company with Disrupt Media, just being there. Look, now they're having social media lounges. We're doing live interviews. Um, Funeral Nation is a year old. I mean, who would ever thunk it? And so it just takes time, but credibility, homework, and listening to other people's ideas in the industry and embracing it together is how we're going to survive. Absolutely. You just can't come in here and make a big splash and think it's going to happen. It just, That's right. It doesn't. Absolutely right. Well, I want to touch on, <laughs> let's touch on one more thing, Jeff. I and mean, you said this in your article on the Funeral Commander, kind of your, your, your recap of the convention. You, you said it's about the relationships, not the productivity. And uh, I, I think that this year that resonated even more than it has in the year past. This is the first year that, that my family has been with me. When I talk about my family, my wife and my kids uh, at a convention. And it was amazing just to see how many people came up to finally meet my wife and my kids because they see them all over social media. But you know, this, this profession is really made up of, of the relationships and that's how things get done. You come to these shows and you have relationships with people and you're able to. So, so we've grown and uh, you see now how yeah. all that's changed. It's amazing. So there's it's a amazing. lot of positive. It's a lot of positive. You know, there was that, that hip kid, you know, there seven years ago and everybody, what's that about? And now look, you, you have a family, um, 
this is becoming part of the re regular conversation. Funeral Nation has just grown leaps and bounds beyond what yeah. we thought it would ever be. Yeah. And uh, it's a recognizable brand. And so I foresee uh, in our crystal ball in the future that social media will be as important as ever in our funeral business. And our relationships are first and foremost. And, you know, relationships doesn't always mean that we're doing business together, but we're supporting each other as an industry. And I that's think right. that's as important as anything else. Out yeah, we can rise up together. We, we have to, to be able to move this, this industry forward and keep progressing. And uh, I'll tell you what, Jeff, it's been one year, Commander, and it, it couldn't <laughs> have been a better year for us in the show. And it's been amazing to see how you have built a massive brand in the funeral commander. I just, I think there are more people that know you as the funeral commander than as Jeff Harbison because I get it all the time. They're like, we, we love your show with, with the commander and the, you know, the guy that drinks <laughs> and smokes. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's been fantastic to see the progression of that and how you've built this. It's not really an alter ego because who you are, um, you, right. you are the commander, but it, it, it's been fascinating. And I, I, I couldn't picture being on this year long journey of a weekly web show for 20 minutes where we've been in separate countries and recorded. We've been in multiple different offices on the road and hotels and cigar bars. We've been all over the place at the beach and done this episode. And I, I can't picture doing it with anybody else. So uh, very appreciative. Thank you for for being able to, to put this together. And, you know, I, I cannot wait with the next 52, 104 episodes have in store, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, man. Uh, you're that young hip dude that came along. You know, I'm, I'm the old crusty guy on this thing where I have a little mantras. I'm not going to tell you to go to hell. I'm going to tell you the truth. And sometimes that feels like it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I, what people have found too is they thought that this show was going to be a tongue-in-cheek and kind of, you know, off the wall. But we're bringing great content. Um, we're seeing great sponsors come along. Uh, we've got a new one that'll be with us, I think, shortly. And uh, we're just talking what everybody wants to talk about. And uh, sometimes we get folks on there that won't go any other route. So I'm I'm proud of it. You're a great partner. And uh, this is our anniversary. I'll we'll hook up a little later. After <laughs> I want chocolates. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got you chocolates. All I want is some Ben Gay and just a good night's sleep. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I think this wraps up episode 52. Next week, we'll be back with 53. Um, and we're not going to tell you what's coming. You're going to have to watch to find out. Yeah, he's well known. And uh, I think he'll be a third timer on our show. So it'll be exciting to have Mr. P.L. back with us. So That's we won't right. say much more. That's All right, it. buddy. That's it. All right, brother. Okay, everybody. Appreciate it. Engage with us on social media, facebook.com slash TV. Let us know your thoughts. It's been one year. If you've watched this episode and you have not engaged through a comment, it's, it's your time to do so. We've been bringing you straight up value for a year. Let's get engaged. So until next time, have a great effing week. Out here.